Russia are promoted. They have their storybook ending. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and my favorite, Rumble. So um, if you have a Rumble account or if you don't know what Rumble is, go on over to Rumble, get an account, follow me over there, the Wrexham Texan. Um, it's by far my favorite platform at this point because it uh, it doesn't ban people. It kind of lets you do whatever you want. Um, doesn't censor people. Uh, yeah, I love, I love Rumble. And now it's integrated with my streaming software, so it makes it even better. Um, I also am able to read comments from Rumble and comments from Instagram. So, uh, yeah, if you've got stuff to say, go ahead and say it. Say it to my face. Um, Y'all, <laughs> lots of talk about, uh, lots of people freaking out and lots of people talking about our last three matches. And we're going to get to some of that here in a little bit. Uh, but for now... Let's watch the highlights from yesterday's game against Salford. Here we go. Trying to come forwards down left hand side. Morton, new player in, lays it off. A lot of people commenting on our white kits. Conquo, great save right there. A lot of people commenting about our white kits. Um, people really don't seem to like them. I actually kind of like them. Although it doesn't seem like we play that well when we're wearing them. I definitely prefer the black. I mean, why wouldn't you use your third kit? And play, like, black is so much better. All right, so that uh, that goal is definitely a Conco's fault, in my opinion. It looked like he retracted his hands right before. It just it, it looked like he could have punched that out. It looked like he could have punched that out, and I don't know why he didn't. But then he could have just missed it. I don't know, but I feel like that was one that that we definitely should not have given up. Um, I mean, they just dominated us. Um, they're just not very good. Aaron Hayden coming sprinting back, great save by Oconquo. And that's that's the thing. You get some really like good flashes of incredible skill with Oconquo. Um, obviously, he's a young player. He's going to get much better. So people need to uh, lay off Oconquo um, for the most part. This corner. How, you can't stop that. You just, you just can't. Like, unless Oconquo lined up at the back of the net, he just, there's no way he would have gotten that. Like, that... That was uh, just an, the wind may have gotten it a little bit, which may have helped him, or is just I mean that was just absurd. It's incredible. Yeah, he couldn't even reach it like that. That was going to be a goal no matter no matter what. No matter what was happening, no matter who they were playing. Conco, great save, great save again. Conco had his work cut out for him yesterday, y'all. He um, really, really had to do a lot to keep us anywhere near being okay in this game. And here we go. Mr. Aaron Hayden with the tap, and then Dalby in the back of the net. 
Uh, that's what we missed from Hayden is his height and his ability to jump that high to get that ball. Um, we definitely have been missing that in, in the box. Because um, that he just went up and just tapped it over to Dalby. Freaking awesome. Look at that height. Just above everyone. And Dalby just runs to the back of the net to try to snag the ball. Um, it was at this point where I was like, okay, we're going to be fine. Like, we we might tie it up before halftime or we might just have to win it in the second half. Everything felt okay. And then we just started mulling. Uh, we had gotten that equalizer. If Mullen had been able to redirect that to the upper 90, I mean, just right over, we uh, that would have changed the whole game. Um, momentum would have been heavily in our favor. I think it would have given us way more confidence. It just, just barely off. Such a bummer. And they just, some of their passes, like that was so good. How did that not go in? How did they not have someone tap into that end? They had some great give and goes. Their movement was fantastic. They they trust each other and clearly have some chemistry um, with their give and goes and their passing in general because some of those are you just got to pray that your man gets there. <laughs> you just got to pray that your man gets there um, or trust that he will. What a shot. Incredible cross, great shot. Should have been blocked by the defender, but what are you going to do? Hayden came so close to stopping that. What a, what a play. What a play. No way, no way Oconco can stop that. The, the fouls and stuff this game were frustrating. Freaking... They almost got four on us, y'all. Well, they almost scored four goals on us. They're down near the bottom of the table. This is—it's painful to watch recently. Um, should that have gone in? That's the question. I haven't seen this angle yet. <laughs> I mean, Okonkwo couldn't have stopped that if it had just been six inches below. It would have gone straight in the back of the net. And there's the game. Ten minutes of injury time. Should have been like 12. Y'all, I mean, utterly painful. Uh, painful to watch. Uh, painful to think about. I don't, it, nothing about that game screamed Wrexham. There is something going on with our away, our, our away form. Because when we're away, we are just horrendous. And... We're going to get to some of the comments here um, and the league table and all that kind of stuff. But the, I don't know what it is about our away performance. What is it? We're, we're like 14th or 16th if you just count away games. And the difference between that and we're first if, we're, if, we're, if we just count home games. So the, like the difference between those two is pretty dramatic. I don't know what it is about – it might be League Two. It might just be the EFL. It might be soccer, football in general um, because you don't get that kind of uh, – uh, that kind of split in like NFL or um, college basketball or anything like that. I don't watch much pro, so I don't really know. But um, you, you, you definitely – most people always play worse on the road. 
but man, a like 16 rank difference. That's a, that's pretty dramatic. And I don't know what it is about, about us playing not at the race course. Is the race course ground just a great ground to play at? Like, is it, or is it just that we're super comfortable there and we're very uncomfortable while traveling? Maybe we need to change how we travel. I don't know. We definitely got to change our mindset when we go to these away games because, sorry. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's just not working. It's just not working. Um, let's look at the table real quick. So just to put things in perspective, we're still in the playoff hunt. Um, there is no reason to freak out. We're going to get into that here in a minute. But, I mean, the fact that – look how far down Salford is. Friggin' 19th. They have 34 points. Their goal spread is negative 10. Ours is 15, and we have 52 points. We should not be losing 3-1 to Salford. We just shouldn't. Um, I don't care if it was an away game. We shouldn't be losing 3-1 to Salford. So we need to change some, change some ta tactics. My gosh. Change some tactics. Um, maybe make some different substitutions. Um, I just I, – I, I know Dalby scored our only goal. I don't – I still don't like him and Mullen starting the game together. I want Palmer Mullen starting the game together. That's what I want. I, the, uh, I, I always thought that was the, the best. I thought their, their chemistry was the best. I thought we performed best um, when they were playing together. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens with Jack Marriott, and we're going to get to him as well. we got a lot of stuff to go over today, y'all. we got you know all the transfers, all the loans, all the people leaving. Um, but yeah, just keep in mind, we're still in the playoff hunt. Obviously, we're top of the playoffs, so we're at number four. Um, we also have two games in hand. Um, we're the only team in the top 10 that has that's only played 28 games. Everybody else has played 29 and 30. Um, so we have two games in hand on most of the people, or about half the people in the top 10 and one game in hand against the others. Uh, then you get down here, there a few teams have have two game in hand but still y'all there's no reason to freak out um we definitely had we're gonna go over some tweets here from the race course ramble um booze ring out at full time rubbish and shite is screamed at the players by fans parky being screamed at for not changing early enough y'all get a grip like I'm not blaming race course ramble for any of this. Uh, they are literally just uh, detailing what happened after the game. They're not saying they participated, um, but man, get a grip. Like there's no reason to just berate people after a loss. Like maybe if we're mid to low table, then you can start berating people, but because they're not doing their job properly because we are good enough to, to be winning these games. However, all teams go through streaks. All teams have good games and bad games, which I know this is the third podcast in a row where I've had to say that. Um, just keep in mind, actually, we're going to get to the next one. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Fearless and devotion says as semi ridiculous as it sounds, this feels like a mini crisis. Leaking goals for fun once again, and performances are well below par. Thoughts? 69% of people agree. It absolutely is. And 
30% say that's a knee-jerk reaction. Behave. <laughs> that's 1,372 votes. Um, I, I voted for behave, knee-jerk reaction. We're okay. We're okay. Um, as Ryan, RMC WXM, um, says, the meltdown from some is ridiculous. Best home form in the league, and we've only lost like four away all season in the league. Particularly frustrating is the Oconquo slander. I agree. Enough with the Oconquo slander. I don't understand what y'all are talking about because he is a fantastic goalie. He's very young. He has made some mistakes, but that dude can get to balls that no one else could because his arm, I mean, first of all, just his physical build, his arms are like seven feet, like a seven foot wingspan. <laughs> so, um, that alone allows him to, to make plays that like Rob Layton couldn't make. Rob Layton might be slightly quicker, which most people who are, who have, uh, who are a little bit shorter, shorter extremities might be a little quicker, but, um, Layton is not Oconquo. Layton's, you know, a little older, um, same with Mark Howard. Um, they're just not going to be able to get to the same balls that Oconquo could. So. Is it possible that Okonkwo is out of position sometimes or does some foolish things? Yes, he's a young kid. Um, let him grow. Let him figure it out. He's still working his way into the into the like um, into the chemistry of the team, um, and uh, we just need to give him some time. And th that's another annoying thing is is we haven't signed him yet. Like he's not ours, so. In his brain, he's thinking, like, I'm just trying to play the best of, to my ability. And what's the point? Uh, I mean, uh, it would be hard to know that you're going to be leaving at the end of the season or to be uncertain whether or not you're going to be staying or leaving at the end of the season. That's a hard thing. Um, and so I imagine that makes it harder to create chemistry with, with the rest of the team. Um, if your future is uncertain like that, uh, I feel like that would get into your head. So. Let's go easy on a Conquo. He's he's been crushing it for us. I mean, he's so good. Let's let's just back off Oconquo. Um, and then some reasonableness from Matt. Uh, let's see, Matt G82. <laughs> Gotta get a new handle, man. Matt G824824. Come on, man. Eight okay, eight two four, eight two four. Get a new handle. That's an annoying handle. Um, but he says three losses in a row. However, this is this was going to be one of my points, and I'm glad I found this tweet so I have some support. First loss was Newport. It was away, and we were dealt a red card 18 minutes in, and we lost 1-0. I mean, come on. Second second loss was a cup tie against a championship side, Blackburn, away again. Championship team, away it was clear that we were not up to snuff with, with a championship team. Today we were crap, that's true. But today was also the sixth away match in eight contests. And the previous two losses were not outrageous with the red card and playing two leagues up. I think we need some rest from this streak of road matches and we need to get our crap together, that's for sure. But let's not all hit the panic button just yet. I agree. I agree, Matt. I agree 100%. Um, I don't like losing three in a row. It, it makes it much more, 
painful to have these podcasts and to just think about what's going to happen in the future. It makes you feel um, less excited about the next match, way more nervous, um, which we'll get to that at the end of this podcast, it, way, way more hesitant to get really into it, to get to like really put your heart into the game. Um, as a fan, it, it makes it a little more difficult to do that if uh, you've just lost three in a row because you just don't want to be – you just don't want your heart to get broken for the, for a fourth time in a row. However, we are playing at home next time, so we'll be just fine. Um, we'll get to that here in a little while. And then our very own Millie Tipping, um, just super casual about it. Another stadium. She got to visit another stadium. Not the result we wanted. We go again on Saturday back at home, a debut for her Jacob Mendy flag, which is awesome. Love that. Um, also got a picture with the great Luke Young, who seems super thrilled to see her. Uh, yeah. Oh, also got a great pic of McLean setting up for a corner. Gosh, I can't wait to go to a game. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah. Stayed positive. Great positive post. Love that uh, that that Millie keeps it positive in these in these situations. And uh, yeah, back the boys is what she says. Back the boys, y'all. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be a okay. Um, there really is no. Uh, there's really no reason to to freak out. We're in League Two. We're not in the National League anymore. We're not going to go back to the National League this season. Um, so I don't, uh, maybe people expect us to climb straight to the Premier League um, as quickly as is humanly possible. That ain't going to happen. It's just not going to, it's not how the entire process works. It takes, I would say we'd be up there the earliest possibility would be like 2031, something like that. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, look out the window, love the view, um, just enjoy your time in each league and just watch us uh, watch us grow, don't complain. Complaining does nothing for, for anybody. It, it's bad for you, it's bad for the club, it's bad for other fans, don't do it. There's just no reason to whine all the time. You can put out a complaint every now and then, but don't harp on it. Don't sit there and whine and whine and whine and take it out on the players and the team, okay, and the coaches, because that's it literally is not going to help anyone, especially when we are doing just fine. We're doing just fine, all right? Many people out there, I saw so many of these, uh, think it's the white kits. <laughs> I think it's the white kits that are the problem. Um, they think they're the reason that we're cursed on the road recently. And uh, maybe we should just stop wearing the white kits. That that might actually solve the problem. I don't know. Uh, I don't particularly love seeing them out on the pitch. I like, like, when you're close up, I like them. But, like, when it's zoomed out during the, during a match, I don't really care for them. Um, I, I, they don't look that great. Uh, I don't like, I don't know why they went with the, uh, with the blue United logo. They should have 
changed, made it black and white, or just done something else. Besides, uh, the colors are just a little off to me. Um, but yeah, it could it could very well be that the that the white kits are cursed. I don't know. Might be. Might be the case. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Not much more to say about that, y'all. Um, we, I mean, we were utter garbage. Maybe, maybe we should talk about uh, the stats for a minute. I always, I do like to talk about the stats. Maybe we should just do that for just a second. If the Dadgum website would load, there we go. Uh, Salford match report. Share this tab. All right. I mean, we were terrible. Um, well, first of all, what do y'all think of the lineup? What y'all think of the lineup for for this one? Um, ton of cliff, uh, really solid for us. Surprised me that he was starting. I don't know why it surprised me, but it did. Um, Aaron Hayden, he's been great since he's been back. He's been fantastic. Love loving it. If he can stay healthy, I am a hundred percent on board with keeping Aaron Hayden. If he stays healthy through the end of the year, I say we keep him. Um, if he gets hurt again, I think it's I think it's time to part ways. Um, let's see. Barnett, McLean, fantastic. I love Andy Cannon. Elliot Lee, perfect. George Evans. And this is the only – I want Ollie Palmer. I want Ollie Palmer. We're going to talk about Jack Marriott here in a bit. And, Fle and Fletcher, obviously. I'm, Fletcher's a super sub I'm super happy with. Um, so, yeah, I guess Dalby – and maybe ton of cliff would be the only ones that I would have changed. Um, just because I do like, uh, is Cleworth hurt? Because he wasn't even in the subs yesterday. Didn't even look that up. Whoops. Um, anyway, let's get to some uh, Wrexham news that everyone already knows, but we're going to talk about it here because I haven't talked about it yet. Liam McElinden is gone. Um, he was, as it says here, he was Phil Parkinson's first Wrexham signing. And he's gone after three years with the club. It says he made 64 appearances and scored once, including six appearances this season for the Red Dragon. That right there, 64 appearances, scoring once. He's a striker. Like, that. that's not good enough. Like, he... It seems like he was well-loved. He's a 30-year-old. Um, seems like he was loved in the locker room and in the town. However, that few number of goals, <laughs> that one goal over 64 matches is just not, it's just not good enough. So um, you never like it when somebody leaves, but uh, it's understandable in this case. And then we have another one. Bryce Hosanna is now gone as well. Mutual consent left the club. Um, you know, Bryce was really good. Good young player. Uh, played 46 times, scored twice. I mean, he scored more than McElhinney did in fewer games. I mean, I wouldn't have minded if we could have kept him because he did do well whenever he played. I don't re really remember any times thinking, oh my gosh, Bryce Hosanna, why? Why? Um Seems like he, you know, it is what it is. He hasn't played in a while. He's played three times this season. So it makes sense that uh, that he is no longer on the on the squad. 
Um, sorry, I'm going to close out some of these tabs because my computer's starting to run a little slow. And then this one, I have bittersweet feelings, which I knew, I kind of suspected this would happen. Uh, one of my favorites, Jake Bickerstaff, to join Accrington Stanley until the end of the season. And just as a reminder, Accrington Stanley is in League Two. So they're in there with us. They're further down the table than we are. Um, not by much. They're 11th and we're fourth. Um, so he, we're not that far. Like that could come back to bite us. Um, uh oh. Did my Instagram feed go out, y'all? Can't tell. If it did, apologies uh, if you're trying to watch this on Instagram. That's my bad. I, I, I don't know what's happening with, with my internet. Oh my gosh. I do know what's happening. Um, all right. I'm going to, there's going to be a little glitch for a second. Let's see if uh, you stick around though. All right. I think, uh, I think we're good. All right. So generally I'm plugged into ethernet, which is the fastest possible way to record this and to live stream this, but I had the Wi-Fi on because I was using my computer away from the Ethernet port yesterday. And so uh, that, I don't know why it, the stupid computer prioritizes Wi-Fi over Ethernet. And so if I'm on Wi-Fi, the Ethernet is kind of obsolete half the time, which drives me nuts because all I want to do is keep it on Ethernet. Anyway, that's dumb behind the scenes stuff. Jake Biggerstaff, I love this guy, I think uh, he'll come back. I love that he's going to get to play because I think he could potentially start for Accrington Stanley. Um, actually, let's see if we can go. Let's go look at their roster now. Let's see. One thing I wish um, there was was much better statistics on um, much better statistics on each of the players, like personal statistics. Um, because you just don't get, like, in a centralized place. I guess we are down at League 2, so there's probably fewer. Um, he's not even listed on their roster yet. Okay, so we're not even going to get uh, We're not even going to get to talk about that. Anyway, um, I wish there was more personal statistics on everything. Um, because I want to know how many minutes everybody has played, how many goals, how many assists. Um, how many red cards, like all that kind of stuff. That's what I, I would like to know where Bickerstaff stacks up to these people. Um, and just as far as talent goes, because I remember Accrington, but I don't remember most of their players. Like I, I barely remember any players from other squads. There's so many teams in, in these leagues. Um, and we're, you know, we're new to the league. So I would remember people from Knotts County because um, we played them for the past two years. Um, yeah, so I'm going to miss Jake Bickerstaff, but I'm very happy that he's going to get to play, um, at a, at a different club and not just ride the bench and come in, in desperate situations for us. I think that'll be very good for him. Um, well, let's get to know some of our newbies, Mr. Luke Bolton, who got to play a little bit yesterday, made a bonehead play. Um, at one point got tackled, uh, should have known there was a guy behind him. It is what it is. I'm not judging somebody after one dadgum play, uh, after one game that he played a minimal amount of time in. Um, but I've got his whole history right here. 
Let's see. He started off in Man City Youth, went up to the under-23 squad, then went to Wick Wickham, I think, Wycombe, Wickham, whatever it is. It's a loan transfer. Went back on loan. He went to Wickham and then came back to Man City under-23s, then got loaned to Luton, uh, then came back again, got loaned to Dundee United. I guess that's a Scotland. Scottish team, um, then came back to Man City, got transferred to Salford in January of 2022, and now he is in Wrexham. Not much known about him. Um, scored five goals in League Two. I like that. Um, I don't know how many in 20 games, I guess. 20, 20 games he's played. Why did it do that? Um, 20 games. And five goals. I'm on board with that, um, especially since he's Dagum um, right back. So he's back here. He's where uh, I don't know who he would come in for. Um, so I guess that's Barnett, maybe. Uh, Barnett's Barnett spot. Um, who else would that be? Yeah, I think that's Barnett's spot. So. It's interesting. Hang on one second. This is the problem when you're uh, live streaming at a place where you can hear your dogs is uh, at any point in time, um, you could be distracted by uh, whatever nonsense they're getting up to in the backyard. Um, anyway, he was born in Stockport, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll take the place of... of you know, he'll sub in for for Barnett, which is he going to be better than Barnett? I, I doubt it. Um, Barnett is so quick, so fast. One thing, I mean, handsome looking dude. Uh, let's see. Share this tab instead. There we go. Here's his Instagram if you want to go follow him. Luke Bolton 07. Um he is now a professional footballer for Wrexham uh, EFC. And then Jack Marriott. Now, this is the more perplexing sign. Um, 29-year-old, uh, which isn't the youngest. <laughs> it's older than Mullen. Uh Started his, his career in Ipswich in 2013. He's played for 10 clubs, which we're going to get to in a second. Um, he spent three seasons in the championship with the Rams before teaming up with Sheffield Wednesday. So I like that he's been in the championship. Um, he scored nine goals in the second highest division. Hmm. Okay. Standout season was 2016-2017 during his first spell with Peterborough as he netted 27 goals. That's not bad. 80, let's see, during his time in, at, wow, that's crazy, Kenilworth Road. That is uh, a road I used to live on. That's wild. Um, he made 80 appearances and scored 14 times in League Two with the Hatters. It's a weird signing. Um, I'm interested to see what other people have to say because I – He doesn't seem like a standout. Um, 
these these stats are mediocre, but it does it does show his his uh not not his stats. I just mean the stats listed on this website don't seem complete or very uh, reliable. But it, his his history does. Um, yeah, started with Ipswich, did a lot of loans, had a lot of loans starting in 2013. Played for uh, Woking, Gillingham, Woking again, Carlisle United, Colchester, Peterborough. Uh, free transfer from Luton to Peterborough. So he went from Ipswich to Luton, Luton to Peterborough. Another transfer to Derby. Uh, then another transfer to, uh, no, that's a loan. Loan transfer to Sheffield Wednesday, and then end of loan, came back to Derby, went to Peterborough on a free transfer, Peterborough to Fleetwood, and now Fleetwood to Wrexham. It's interesting, his uh, $2.4 million during the Derby-Sheffield one, and uh, $1.2 Darby to Peterborough, nine hundred thousand. Now it's seven hundred thousand. It's interesting. Um, I don't really know where he's going to fit in, uh, or why. I mean, I know I know Love Parky loves to sign players and not to um, not to get folks on loan, um, but he's twenty nine. I would say past his prime. Um, I would have preferred, honestly, I haven't seen this guy play, so I don't know, but it, like gut reaction is I would have preferred to just keep Bickerstaff and play him more often. Um, Bickerstaff's much younger, got a ton of potential. He's fast and he hustles. Um, so I'm, I'll be interested to keep an eye on Jack Marriott and see – I'm guessing he will take the place of Dalby up front to start games with Mullen, which also leaves you wondering, like, we have Fletcher, Palmer, Dalby, Mullen, and Marriott up front now. So who who's going to be starting when is is a big question, and who's going to be starting with who, and, you know, what's the chemistry going to be like? Because, um, like I said, Mullen and, Mullen and Palmer have a lot of chemistry. Marriott? I don't know. Um, I don't really know his style of play. He came in for a few minutes yesterday. Seemed to do fine. Um, had one play where he just barely missed Lee. Could have been really solid play. Um, but I don't really know. Yeah, I guess I'm just hesitant just because he's a new player. We haven't seen him before. I don't really know how it's going to go. So maybe we'll just put a pin in it and come back to it. Same with Bolton. I don't really like the idea of re replacing Barnett. I love Barnett. I think he is so fast and so good. Um, so I don't know, y'all. Uh, it's a weird signing. Um, it's a weird signing, in my opinion. Not that I have anything against Jack. I'll, why are these guys so handsome? It's absurd. Everybody we sign is a new handsome fella. Um, if you want to go follow him on Instagram, it's Jack Marriott 14 um, and yeah, professional footballer at Wrexham AFC. Uh, so there you go. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Um, I'm interested to see what Parky does with these new players, why he chose them. Um, I guess we'll find out if he made the right calls 
Um, what are your thoughts? Did he did he do the right thing by signing Jack Marriott and putting Bickerstaff out on loan, or would you have preferred him to keep Bickerstaff, not worry about Marriott, save some money, and maybe spend some money on another defender? Because one thing I would like to mention, I talked about this with one of my buddies the other day, is is I love Ben Tozer. I think he's a rock for us down at, at the back end um, in our defense. However, it's becoming very apparent that he might not have the speed to keep up with, uh, with some of these teams that we play against. Um, in the same way, Parkey kind of phased out Luke Young to, to just be a sub. I think, I don't know. I wouldn't like to see it, but I think that might be the necessary thing to do with Tozer, which is weird. I mean, I love Tozer's throws alone might might be enough to keep him in um, because his long throws, which why aren't more people good at that? I can do a long throw. Put me in the game. If you just need a long thrower, I'll go throw the ball. Um, I could launch that ball into the goal box, guaranteed. Um, yeah. Why aren't more people good at that? I don't. I don't get it. It's. It's. Uh, maybe it's just because I grew up playing football and baseball, and just being able to throw like that was. I, I grew up playing soccer too, but I played football and baseball longer than I played soccer. So maybe, maybe just having those skills is something to do with it, or maybe it's just your build. I don't know what it is, but I could definitely launch a, a soccer ball into the into into the goal box well into the goal box um so yeah maybe maybe that's what's keeping them around because that is a huge benefit to us i mean it's basically like having a mini corner kick every single time we get the ball out of bounds down near down near their end so i don't really know what to think of it um yeah ben tozer he's, he's definitely he's been up and down this year he's been up and down this season hasn't gone his way um in a lot of games, um, but then at times, then you'll see him recover and do something extraordinary and uh, get us out of a jam. So, huh, man, the past like two months or maybe month and a half has just been a freaking roller coaster. Super excited towards the end of 2023, super hesitant at the beginning of 2024. I don't really know what to think anymore. So. <laughs> We're just going to get to uh, predictions for the next game. Uh, next game is finally, finally, we hit, get another home game versus Bradford City. Bradford is doing horribly right now. They've drawn three and lost three. Um, they drew against Wimbledon, lost to Swindon, drew against Salford at home, mind you. Um, drew against Colchester away and then lost to Crawley at home and lost to Crew Alexandra away. Yeah, the, the difference between us and them is that they've we've both lost three out of the last six games. However, they drew the other three and we won the other three. That's what makes a better team, y'all. Like, if you just keep that in mind, we're doing just fine. Um, Let's see. Last time we met was October of last year, where we tied at their end. Paul Mullen scored in the 68th minute. Adam Wilson scored in the 85th minute. Um, and then we played in the Carabao Cup. 
last year in August where we tied as well. That's crazy. Um, and they won off. So they won off PKs. Yeah, they won off PKs. So William Boyle freaking missed a shot. Shocker. Uh, yeah, and then we hadn't played before that since 2008. We've played them three times in the past five months, six six months um, once we play them on Saturday. Y'all, I've got good feelings about this. Um, I predicted something that went horribly awry this past week. I had predicted 5-0 in our, <laughs> in our favor. I just thought we'd have some fire and anger after the past two matches. Clearly, we did not. Um, clearly we came out super slow, did not have a good game plan, failed miserably. So, um, do I want to go with another ridiculous pick or should I keep it within reason? Three, nothing, three, nil three, zero Wrexham this Saturday. Uh, it's got a 3 PM GMT kickoff time, which means 10 AM for me, which is perfect. I love those 10 AM games for me. Um, they're ideal for, for how I live my life. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to be fine, y'all. We're going to be fine. I know I keep saying that for multiple episodes in a row. But, uh, yeah, Bradford is down at 18. They're one spot ahead of Salford. We're playing at home, which is basically a fortress for us. So I this particular game, I, I don't have that. I'm not very hesitant about being putting my heart completely into it because home game versus a team that's very mediocre we have two new guys that are going to be trying to prove themselves um and we're just great at home so i'm excited about it yeah y'all leave a click click like on this video subscribe um share it around Go follow me on, on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. I'm slightly active on Twitter as well. Um, but Instagram and Rumble are my primary accounts where, where I do the most amount of work. So follow me on both of those. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're listening to this, any podcast platform will do. I'm everywhere. Um, so you can if you're listening to this on one that uh, one that you don't want to listen to and you want to go over to the platform of your choice, feel free to. Uh, we're also going to have, I'm going to be start making some merch soon. So there's going to be some merch. I'm also going to have a, uh, for a while I was doing Texan of the Match, but it became more like a chore to uh, come up with all that. So I'm going to do, uh, I might do Cowboy of the Year. Um I do cowboy of the season at the end of the season, and I'm going to try to come up with a um, unique gift for that player. And I'm going to send it to the club and see if see if they accept it. We'll see how it goes, or just try to get in touch with that player and send him send him whatever it is. Um, I'm thinking it'll be a big old belt buckle, um, maybe in the shape of Texas, with. It won't say the Wrexham Texan. I don't really care to have my logo on there. Um, but maybe with like a, the country of Wales inside the state of Texas. I think that'd be pretty cool. We'll see. We'll see how if I can get something like that designed. So, um, yeah, but merch will be coming out soon. You'll be able to get it. It'll be awesome. 
and uh, make sure you tune in every week, most weeks, <laughs> at, uh, at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT um, on every platform that, uh, that I've talked about. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Rumble, and my website, PeacefulC.network. Um, that'll be it for this week, y'all. Thank y'all so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to the game on Saturday. We'll see you then. Search my soul all your hearts You're gonna see it You're gonna see it And if you knock my soul Oh, with all your strength You're gonna find it You're gonna find it